Hi guys, welcome to another episode of On Ghetto Stories. It's your girl Agnes, but some of you guys know me as Agnesita. Stay tuned. New day, new mercy, lovely people. It's been a long, long time since I've spoken to you guys. Bear with me, guys. I know I've been gone a while, but I can explain. Your girl was in Greece, yo. You know, I was living the life in Zakynthos. Yep, you heard that right. I was in Zakynthos and I absolutely recommend you guys to go there. I think it's fairly affordable, honestly. Yes, I feel like my hotel was very expensive just because it was a last minute booking. I cannot plan ahead of time. I'm just really, really bad with that because... You know, with my work in modeling, it's such a very um, flexible job that sometimes I get booked, you know, two nights before or something just happens in my life. I'm not that stable, y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, you know, booked, Um, I think three days before I was just like, yep, that's it. I'm going like it's about time. So I just went, you know, but it was really easy, like getting there. There wasn't, I mean, I was vaccinated, so, and I filled out the locator form. So everything was just fine, honestly. um, I feel like the hotel was maybe a bit on the expensive side just because um, it was a last minute booking, as I mentioned earlier. And also it was summertime, you know, Greece, especially those islands, they're like, you know, the go-to for tourist people. So it is what it is. I mean, I actually wanted to visit Mykonos, but yo, the prices were like overrated and I've been to Santorini. So I thought, you know what, just leave Mykonos for next time. I'm going to just leave Mykonos for next time. Let's just do Zakynthos, which it was amazing. Like, you know, um, the hotel had like two pools and it was facing the beach side. Oh, it was beautiful. And um, I recommend you guys to check it out. If you're ever thinking of going there, check out Hotel Plagos Beach. I think it's in uh, Triaki. That's the name, Tragaki. So, um, Anyways, guys, that's just that on uh, Greece. I think um the food also was not that bad. I would say um it was just so so, but um eventually I went to uh one of the um nicest, most like top top place. They had great. They're known for um producing wine, and it was just beautiful just to have their wine tasting experience and the food were just amazing like I was actually surprised with the portion because it was like quality food it was very expensive but it was large portion you know how you go to like all these Michelin restaurants out there and you know you order but the food comes like <laughs> like a baby portion no it was not the case this time and I think just because you know it's a Greek culture to eat big and to have a big portion so i really love the fact that they incorporated um the culture into their um culinary so i love that and you know me i love food i love me some food so i was not complaining <laughs> and the clubs were not okay they were so so and that's because they had restrictions on the music um so it wasn't much to do the music were low you know like some places they were more um 
closed area so you could go inside and listen to the music but most of the clubs are like opened so you know the police were on the street so they couldn't really play any music so but you know they took me to a really nice um area it was a big closed area so i could dance to some trap music for a while it wasn't too loud but still i could still you know hear some stuff i went opposite the other club which was cocktails and dreams i was not liking that at all because there was a fight i'm not even gonna get into that they were it was just bad professionalism from the people, the bouncers, like, it was just a no, no, no can do. And I mean, to think that I bought a bottle of champagne and I wasn't even treated well? Nah, that was just foul. But I would recommend the Rescue Club. That club was bomb. And the waitress, it was just great services. So definitely, I highly recommend that club. Hopefully, you know, in months from now, you know, clubs will be back open and you know it will be much much more fun but for the main fact that it was a bit restricted it was still a really nice club that much i'll say so yeah that was that on grace i was just you know relaxing to the max you know eat sleep you know swim tan walk run you know i i had some um amazing sport activities like boat sailing um quad riding and yeah just repeat eat sleep pull ten repeat <laughs> for you know the maximum days i was there it was just amazing so yeah i recommend you guys to check it out okay enough of grease okay now let's let's get back to the main topic but before we go into the topic guys I think we should take a break and once we're back, we're gonna dive right in. Ladies, have you experienced waking up in the morning in a hurry to get to work, opening your closet only to find out you have nothing in your wardrobe to wear, even though your wardrobe is full of clothes? Well, I know that feeling and that's why Aced Styling is here to help you out. Who are Aced Styling, you might be wondering? Well, this is a fashion business that I, Agnesita, adventured out on in the hopes to help women out there with their fashion sense. It is a business service or fashion service just to create lots of convenience for you women out there. So if you want a personal shopper, we're here to help you. If you want to revamp your wardrobe to give it a different colorful or just a more vibrant personality look, we're here to help you. If you want a photo shoot and you do not know who to style you, look no further because we have everything for you for your photo shoot. If you have a birthday party, wedding ceremony, cocktail event, red carpet gala, we're here to find the perfect outfit for that day. So go on ahead to Instagram and type in Aced Styling, A-C-E-D-S-T-Y-L-I-N-G, and contact us for a consultation and hoping to see you soon. Welcome back, guys. So um, we're going to be having a serious topic and you can tell already that my voice is very um, 
different definitely not as energetic as you guys would hope but um i just want everybody to pay attention because this could help anybody out there maybe you're already in this situation and you do not know what to do maybe this podcast could just reach out to one person out there and you know how you can help yourself and leave this situation or maybe for somebody out there who doesn't even know what it is but by the end of this um podcast after you listen maybe you'll be able to be able to identify this trait in someone else and know what to do if to flight or just fight so um without further ado today's topic would be warning signs you're with a narcissist so now um i think everybody probably knows what um a narcissist is but I do not want to make any ex- assumptions, so let me just go right ahead and give a proper definition. So, um, a narcissist, and I mean narcissistic personality disorder, because it is a disorder, it is a mental disorder. Um, it's one of um few kinds of personality disorders, by the way, and this is actually a mental condition whereby um, people have an over-exaggerated sense of their own um, importance. Almost like you over-exaggerate or inflate the idea of your self-importance. So it's a deep need for excessive attention. This is whereby you want like extra attention and admiration, you know, and you almost have a lack of empathy for others um, in this process. You do not care about other people's feelings. And yeah, I feel like I'm just going to leave it at that. I feel like um, everybody in this walks, walk of life, we do have somebody who's narcissist, you know, um, who has a narcissistic behavior. Uh, maybe we might even be narcissists. I feel like you know, I'm not even going to lie. I do feel like, yes, maybe I might have a tiny bit of just because, okay, <laughs> I don't know. But I just, I, I haven't actually gone to check this to know if it's a disorder. I don't think it's a disorder. But I'm just saying, um, maybe with the fact that I'm a little bit of an indirect influencer. Let's say my profession with modeling and posting pictures here and there. There's a little bit of... um narcissistic um traits you can feel in there but i do not think and i do not believe that um it's on the spectrum of like a a personality disorder for me you know what i mean so um but you know i'm grown enough to be aware of that and to be able to own the tiny bit part of that which is okay. I do feel like everybody should have a tiny little bit just because we do not want to have like insecure people, for example. We want everybody to be able, you know, to motivate themselves, to give, you know, yourself the word of praise, to just, you know, make you get up in the morning, make you know that, okay, you are the shit, you're that bitch, you're that badass girl or boy, and be able to just, you know, pat yourself in the back even though nobody else will so if this will be narcissist then obviously i'm guilty of one but i don't think um in this context this is what we mean we do mean that 
like I explained what the disorder is when you do have lack of empathy for other people. You know, you do not care about people's feelings. When people are talking, you just want to abruptly just jump into it and you want everybody to focus on your story. And, you know, I feel like you get the point. So give um one thing I read online, which um the research actually showed that there narcissistic people are actually more likely to get a partner than the ones who are less narcissist as they're more successful actually and they make more money so um you know i don't feel like narcissistic people are more um within the um poverty people or low um low income people they're usually um detected even among successful people if you look really closely and you know what are the signs by the way for you know narcissistic um behavior um i would say um first of all this for sure <laughs> especially in a relationship right um you could see that um maybe when you guys argue um one of the partner who has this trait uh tends to record a conversation or tends to write a long email or text and guys i'm telling you guys from experience which obviously i'm gonna share my own ghetto story later on but um this is very true guys this is very true and i feel like by the end of this podcast, even one or two of you guys listening might actually be like, yes, this is true. I've actually gone through this. This is true. So, and I feel like who can be narcissistic people too? You know, people who are, they gaslight you, you know, especially they say when when you guys are probably arguing or you're saying, yeah, you did this to me. They're like, no, that never happened. Or oh my God, you're too sensitive, or oh, I never said that, what are you talking about, you're crazy, you know, or, you know, you try to say something like, okay, that's just crazy, and they, they will literally reply you, are you calling me psycho, <laughs> they will literally flip the whole thing on you, and you know what gaslighting is, it's actually, it was um taken out of this movie, um, I don't know the title, but it was released in 1944 where a man was actually messing with the um, control uh, of the light. So he was messing the control to increase the intensity of the light. And the woman kept asking that, did you increase the light? But he said no. So, you know, ultimately, obviously, she got insane because the light keeps increasing. But he was the one changing it. But she thought... Okay, I must be crazy because I think the light is, is, you know, almost like you think you're hallucinating, but it's actually true in this case. So uh, she was being gaslighted. So that's where the word comes from. But obviously, in today, obviously, people, we do gaslight each other. We might know this or not know this, but yeah, it is, <laughs> it is actually something so guys be aware of that especially when you're talking to your family or friends not to gaslight them it is something that's not actually good in the long run anyways um also um who are actually um 
susceptible to this you know who are susceptible to this actually this the people <laughs> it's so funny because you would think um you know people actually anybody can be susceptible uh, can be a victim of this point blank period i'm not even gonna <laughs> try to give um you know examples because i do feel like you could come from a tough background and you could fall into victim of this you could also come from maybe like an insecure um background like you could be insecure about cer- some certain things yeah you could fall victim to narcissistic people also i know for sure i know for sure this is talking to me because i'm that person a people pleaser sometimes i i'm not aware of it but yes it, it, people have, you know, called my attention to this, that yes, I'm a people pleaser. And I know in relationship, maybe I am trying to fix, you know, and give every everyone. So if you're a giver or you're a fixer, you are actually susceptible to a narcissistic guy or girl. So, um, you're putting a lot because you're thinking you're not doing enough unless you give so these are people who could fall victim to narcissistic people because you have to know that <laughs> narcissistic people are not really free givers like that you know it needs to come with something in return they don't just give you just to give you and that's why when you do get into argument you're going to see that they're gonna list everything out they've done for you and you'll be like, wow, okay, I thought you just did that. But they didn't just do it from the kindness of the heart. They did it because they're getting something in return. Either you're praising them or you're doing something to elevate their status, you know, their pride, their ego. It could be for various reasons. And, you know, it's a sad thing because you can get stuck and stuck in it period you can get stuck and stuck in it um and you know it's so funny because um when the narcissistic narcissist think that you are pulling back you're pulling away then that's ex- exactly that point they would do something nice just to spur out the love to keep you and to reel you back in then you start pulling back so they can be good to you again <laughs> and then if you know that okay I have to pull back because then they know, okay, maybe something is wrong or they're going to do something nice for me. Then they obviously they'll do something nice to you and then you're going to stick along. You're going to stick in it till something else happen again in the future. Hence, this will keep on creating a dysfunctional um, circle or dysfunctional cycle even, just period. So... These are just um some some traits, some points here and there that I just want um people to actually um pay attention to sign of when you know for sure you're in a narcissistic relationship uh or you have one with a partner at least is when you hear words like no one is going to love you the way I do. <laughs> this is a big sign, brother or sister. You have to run, okay? Or, you know, guys go package it around and say, oh, you do not have to work if you're with me. I'll take care of you. You know, like those those coercive control that they use to isolate you and control your every move, 
even try to make you give up your career, literally. And they'll package it in such a nice way. Like, you know, I, I, I got you. You have to be with me. If you're mine, you don't got to work or something like this. You know, it's just so you can be with them 24-7 and do what they want or what they need. And just to keep you closer. Because they don't want you going out there and getting, let's say, in quotation mark brainwashed by other people you know they don't want you hanging with your friends and your friends telling you yo something is weird or something is off-putting like um we don't see you hang with us like you used to before or we never see you out we never see you post a picture anymore or you know you don't dress like you used to or just certain things you know they don't want you hanging with friends like that anyway so they will try to isolate you they'll even make you feel bad <laughs> trust me i been there done that they'll make you feel bad for even going out to you know have fun or you know be yourself they and you know they'll make it like oh my god like really you're gonna leave me alone in the house i thought today was gonna be a hard day <laughs> anyways guys you have to wait till i give you my own ghetto story but um how do you get out from this um malignant you know narcissist um because it is dangerous and you know some people are just in a cycle they cannot even break out of first of all of course i always feel like therapy solves everything because once you know the kind of person you're dealing with you kind of know the tools you'll be given tools and how to actually um combat this and my own advice for me personally because i'm not a therapist just call me an unlicensed therapist but my own um advice would be actually not to combat it in the sense that um you're not giving it power meaning like you're not fighting it, it it's almost because you know what the thing that drives a narcissist person a narcissist crazy is the lack of control <laughs> it's the lack of control and the lack of a fight the minute you're not fighting with them or the less you fight back the less power you can give them over you literally trust me i kid you not because when you're not fighting now it's almost this kind of Thing that oh you're pulling back but in this case you're not pulling back you're just like saying okay i'm done with this cycle but then it makes them think okay what do i do next or what's going on okay i'm used to you know he or she um fighting back or saying something back so i can always have a you know come back or a combative response but now you're doing nothing and now they don't even know what's going on in your mind and they want to try to figure it out so this would be the best idea honestly obviously assuming you know what to do assuming you know okay you're gonna leave the relationship assuming you know you don't want to feel the, the the situation the problem further and you just want to be done with it not the whole okay i'm gonna pull back i'm not gonna say anything and then they're gonna do something nice for me and then i'm gonna go back to them you know what i mean once you know it's been done one two three times then you know it's a narcissistic repetitive behavior and you need to leave because if you do not leave it's gonna break you down for sure or you might end up leaving the relationship and trust me they'll make it seem like you know they did everything for you and you did nothing for them almost like then it will almost kind of want to break you for your next relationship you'll carry this baggage with you with you throughout friendships or relationships which 
is not really a good um way to live your life so today i just wanted to you know talk about this and yeah that's that and given an ungetter story because i actually don't want to take much of everybody's time today i just want to go straight into it um i did add uh once upon a time anyways i did have this ex that yo it was toxic like with a t a capital t okay it was toxic yo i kid you not and i'm not and 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 i actually didn't even know i was with a narcissistic person till i left and you know i watched a show regarding this and i did some research and everything was just clicking like yes 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 is this in my head i just thought oh he's just an egoistic person that's it you know and i was thinking oh maybe because you know he's a scorpio because i'm really into horoscope and stuff so i i was giving it other you know reasons but i just didn't figure that part out you know i didn't know he had a personality disorder because trust me he would say things like yeah maybe are you trying to are you trying to say i'm 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 psycho you know or i'm crazy and i'm like no i didn't say that i just said you know what you're saying is crazy for example or you know we would argue and he wouldn't he would just leave and then he would send me a whole a whole bible you know a whole text message at work or something just arguing arguing over the same stuff you know and i would try to respond but it would go back and forth and then he would come back home and he would not want to talk about it he would ignore me almost like this feeling of okay i'm at the top now you have to beg or you have to be the one to apologize they never apologize for their action trust me it it doesn't even matter what he says she say unless his mother told him or tells him he's wrong then he would do that which i thought he's a mama's boy like maybe this is the reason i honestly do not know guys it was just crazy and almost it got me to the point where you know it, i would say stuff and he would say no you didn't say this you never say this you're not and i'm like wait what am i lying now like what is going on like he would gaslight the shit out of me like even at this point you know you'll be like i think i have to start recording what you say now i have to start taking you know screenshots or whatever and i'm like okay do it i mean i was still confident in whatever i said because i'm like okay am i crazy because i know i said this or i know we discussed about this so what the hell so but he would never record it but he would just say that to make me feel like what i'm saying was not true or irrelevant you know he was crazy and there was a time we had a huge fight that i mean i knew he would never put his hands on me but still i was so scared that I had to record the conversation because the words that were coming out of this dude's mouth, yo, and we were far, far away from from hometown, okay? So nobody to the rescue. So I had to protect myself and, and, and literally record him. And I recorded him this time just because, you know, he always threw around the word recording you, recording you, recording this, recording that. So I took a page from his book and I recorded his ass. And guess what? When <laughs> it was so funny because you know he tried to say things that were not true the day after again. I was like, you know what? I do have recording of you actually saying this. 
Okay, now now the joke is on you. And then guess what? Instead of he just him just back backtracking or saying, okay, you're right, I'm sorry, or maybe I didn't remember this, or okay, uh, you're right, let's just let it be. Then he turned into a victim. Wow, you recorded me. Oh, so I'm a, I'm a criminal now. Am I a criminal that you recorded me? Have I ever, like, it turned, <laughs> you know, I almost went into feel bad recording him. But I knew the reason why I did that to protect myself. Because if anything comes, happens, I need to be able to have an evidence to present to, I don't know, police or whatever. In case anything bad happened. And thankfully, nothing, you know, physical um, happened. There was no physical altercation. But still, I, I just I, I just feel like anytime someone is out there, you always have to record and just tell them you sent it to somebody. You know, that way they know, okay, they can't, they can't physically harm you or they can't even. They'll at least simmer down a bit. That's just, that's just the honest truth. But this guy had issue, definitely, definitely. And he would say stuff like, you know how many girls want me? You know, I'm like, really? Like, yo, you're talking to a whole ass model over here. You know how many guys want me and girls? Like, let's not even go or delve into that. But he will say stuff like this, almost like to kind of put me down or, you know, to make me feel Wow, grateful to be with him, you know. He was so self-entitled, yo. I kid you not. And, you know, I was always fending for myself, even in the relationship. So he was definitely not a giver. He was not generous, for sure. Whatever he gave, it always had something in return. That's why I always, always literally have to think twice to ask him for something. I literally have to think, okay, if he does this, then I really need to think of something to do back to just to say thank you, because I know for sure, thank you. Telling him thank you is literally not enough. <laughs> Doing anything is not enough. I actually have actually almost kind of weigh the same, almost like, you know, let's say he gives me flour. It's almost like, now I have to buy him chocolate. I don't know. Just something something on this spectrum. Just to, you know, say thank you. Because trust me, when we would get into an argument, he would bring the whole, remember, I got you flower there. You didn't even appreciate me. Uh, what did you do to me? You know, you just said thank you. And I'm just like, whoa, yo, this, this, is, this is nuts. This is crazy. I, ah, uh, this relationship was toxic it was half a year but yo it felt like three whole years and I'm so glad I was done and over with this relationship because I just wanted to be done but even getting to be done ah that was hard because he will make it like are you sure this is what you're doing I never come back into a relationship and then next minute he would start to cry again or be like, no, but I need you. Why are you doing this to me? I thought I was going to be a family with you. Oh, maybe you don't want family. You don't want to get married. <laughs> like, like it would literally twist the whole thing. Ah, I don't know if emotional manipulation was even included in this. But yeah, I think narcissistic people are very, um, they're a great emotional manipulator. Let's even add that on the list. So guys, just beware. Beware, be careful because it's really a thin, thin line. It's, it's really hard to deal with them. And if you're already married, honestly, I wouldn't say leave them because some people are just, you know, generally, they are 
you know, disorder. They're diagnosed with this disease and you just cannot help it. You just have to know when to fight and when not to. You just have to know when to pull yourself away. And I think also like the people who are, let's say, in a long-term relationship or married and you definitely love these people, you just have to take them to go see a, you know, psychiatrist or psychologist. I don't know, someone to diagnose them. So that way they're they are actually aware of this and they know this. So when you act differently or, you know, you're not like fighting to, to put more fuel or more gasoline into, into the fire, they know why. And maybe they will take a step back and actually say, okay, I think I'm doing the most. Or, okay, I think I'm giving you the narcissistic vibe now. Because I, I had one person back in the day that they did have a, a disorder, you know, it was almost like a... a I forgot the name, but it, it was a mood swing. It was also a personality disorder, but I didn't know which kind of personality disorder. But they would they would change their mood swing um often. So they could be happy one moment and they could be really sad or, or depressed the next minute. It it was really a hard one. But at least this person was aware of their diagnosis. So it was easier to help them back then. Rather than people who do not know this, who do not want to believe this. And who sure don't want to do anything to fix it? That's just you know a different um, a different battle you know to fight. And you have to ask yourself if you want to go into this, if you want to help them, or if you want to help yourself and just leave and just you know give yourself don't just free yourself of the sanity you know. Anyways, guys, I'm gonna leave that on that, and um, I'm gonna see you guys next time. Um, and yeah, next time I'm definitely going to have a really cool news for you guys, which I cannot wait to share with you guys. So um, just stay tuned. And yeah, thank you so much for riding with me, y'all, and for always, you know, holding me down, supporting me. I, I read all your DMs, your comments and everything, guys. Like it means the world to me. And I cannot thank you guys enough like you guys give me the strength sometimes you guys don't even know it but sometimes you know one of you guys text to dm positive dms obviously like it really makes my day and ah uh, just thank you guys so much and i love you guys so much and if you guys need anything just let me know i'm here for you guys so on that note i'll uh, see you next episode on on get a story and i'm out Thank you guys for listening and staying tuned till now. If you like this episode or you would like me to talk about something else in my next episode or you have questions, comments, anything, just DM me on my Instagram account, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-T-A, and I'll get back to you guys. It's your girl Agnes on On Ghetto Stories.